Well, for now, let's turn our attention to this. Although there have been assurances from government that no one will be forced to take the COVID-19 vaccine, the guidelines that have been provided by the Labor Department indicate that employers could be well within their rights in some instances to compel workers to get inoculated. Tembinko Simkalipi is the Chief Director, Labor Relations at the Department of Employment and Labor. Mr. Mkalipi, good morning to you. Good morning, ma'am, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for coming on to the show this morning. What are the reasons, under what circumstances, would an employer or an employee have the right to compel an employer to vaccinate? Well, I mean, there are two things. Uh, first is that the employer must have a rule or a policy that require an employee to vaccinate. Now, the directive says if the employer has got a rule or a policy that deals with vaccination and that require an employee to vaccinate and then the employee does not, the employee can face disciplinary action in terms of this. This is what the law... Remember, also the present law now, without even the directive, each company, in terms of the Occupational Health and Safety Act, each company is expected to ensure that their workers are working in a safe environment. Secondly, each company obviously is interested in saving and protecting its business. Now, those are the reasons that you have, we have this directive to ensure safety and to enable companies to protect their business. Because if we don't do that, many more workers might lose their job. You talk about the fact that every employer has to have certain rules. Does it matter which sector one is in? So let's say if you work in the health sector, your employer could well be within their rights to compel you to um, take a vaccine. Whereas if you work, say, for um, an online-based organization and have been working mainly from home, um, the grounds under which you could be compelled uh, to, to take a vaccine can, could, could perhaps not be as strong as those of a health worker. As I've said, ma'am, that it depends on the company's rules. Mm. You would assume that for people working in the IT sector who are able to work from home, the rules will be different for um, a retail shop, for example. If you work for pick and pay, uh, people go to pick and pay and buy. Now, the rules in pick and pay must be different or checkers might be different. Or if you work for an airline, for example, the rules might be different. Because remember, uh, today in Europe, many countries are saying that nobody will be allowed in if you are not vaccinated. Now, if you uh, have a business of an airline that takes people to a country that has got uh, this rule, now what it will mean that if this company does not enforce the rule to vaccinate, it will go under because it, it might not have pilots to drive, it might not have a crew to take their passengers to where they this might be affected. Therefore, it's not only about the health of workers, it's also the protection of the business itself. What are the rights of employees in, in these situations? Well, any rule is open to a challenge. If the employee believes 
that the rule, the policy is unfair, then they can challenge that rule. But if, if, if the rule is not fair and they are not able to sustain that allegation that the rule is fair, uh, then they don't have a choice. Well, they've got a choice in the sense that the employee can either mm-hmm. choose to leave, go work somewhere else, or vaccine. Because they've got two choices, one of them. Either take a vaccine or uh, resign and say, well, I can't work under this condition because uh, uh, if they can't challenge, challenge the rule. They mm-hmm. can challenge the rule at the bargaining council or at the CCMA on the fairness of the rule. But if they fail in that, then that's, those are the only choices that are available. Are employers empowered to ask for proof of vaccination from their employees? Can they force you to show well, the proof? Is, it comes back on the rule. If the rule says so, obviously, if the rule requires you to vaccinate, it's going to be like a sick leave. If you say you are sick, the employer is entitled to force you to produce a, doc- a doctor certificate. The employer is not obliged to accept your weight that mm, you are sick. Mm. So, so I suppose I'm asking the, the question more from the perspective of what the South African labor law right now actually allows for. Because even though in you know independent organizations can set up their own rules, ultimately they still function under framework of the Department of Employment and Labor. Well, as I've said that, you can only challenge the rule if you believe that the rule uh, is unfair or if you believe that the rule is uh, implemented unfairly, mm. it is not implemented consistently, you can challenge the rule uh, on those basis. But if there is a rule, the rule is known by everybody and the rule is uh, implemented fairly to everybody consistently. And then the only issue is, is that rule fair? under your circumstances. If you're able to argue that in this sector that I'm in, in this company, this is the kind of work that we're doing, I don't think that this rule is fair because even if I'm not at work, I can work at home without affecting the business and uh, you know all of those issues. But those are the options that you have in, in, in this. You can challenge the rule if you can, but you are going to succeed at something else. We'll continue the conversation with Tembingo Simkalipi, Chief Director of Labor Relations at the Department of Employment and Labor. Remember, you can also get in touch with us to be part of the conversation. Perhaps even specific questions you may want to ask Mr. Mkalipi. The number to use 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 614 Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. You're live on the Talking Point 22 after 11. We continue the conversation and we're asking the questions uh, around employers and employee relationship when it comes to vaccinations. So can an employer compel an employee to get vaccinated? What are some of the uh, what 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 governs what governs um, the decision making in terms of being compelled to produce a proof of vaccination 
or to produce even medical certificates that show that if you don't, if you do get vaccinated, that could adversely affect your health. This is specifically for those workers that don't want to get impro- uh, that don't want to get uh, vaccinated. Tembinko Simkalipi is the chief director at the Labor Relations Department, and he's part of the conversation this morning. So, Mr. Mkalipi, before I go to the phone lines and take some of the callers that have dialed in, I just want to get a clear sense from you. Is there a particular approach that government is taking? Is there a framework from your department around how employers should be um, setting perhaps their own uh, policies of vaccinations? No, not, uh, I mean that that is left to to, to employers to decide what regulation uh, fit their operation. And we, I mean, co- many com- companies are different. You are not going to have a, regula- a, a a law that uh, indicates what the rule or the policy should be. Each company has got to look its own organization and say and ask the two questions that they need to answer is. Uh, 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 are workers working in this establishment safe because it's their responsibility to ensure that workers are protected and even not even workers even visitors visiting the organization must be protected it's the responsibility of the company to ensure that and the second one is uh, is there a risk of the company's operation if uh, 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 people do not vaccinate, I mean, they've got to look at those issues and each company will be, will be different, obviously. Okay, so, so there's no framework from, from no. the department that serves as, as guidance? The only guidance is that any rule must be fair and it must be implemented fairly. <laughs> That's quite broad. Purpose is broad. It's broad in order to, because if you're a small business, mm. you employ five people, fairness to you would be different than a mine that employed 80,000 people. Mm. Therefore, you, you, you can't have regulation and rules published by a department that says this is how it should be. It will have to feed each establishment, big and small. Okay. Let me go to the phone lines. Mudise, you're calling us from Nelspreit. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Oskethi. Let me see Kalipi. Let me Kalipi. Just a quick question. Uh, I was working for this uh, insurance company. Uh, then I was dismissed. Mudise, I'm going to ask you just to speak a bit louder and not hearing you very clearly. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, can you, yeah, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, on the 1st of June, uh, of July, then uh, they sent somebody to come and collect the, the payments of the company and at, at my house. And then when the guy collected the, the equipment, uh, the guy had the symptoms of the, 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 the corona. Ne? And then... Um, and with the, with the company rules, is that... Uh, the, the, uh, you have to complete the app on the yeah, on the cell phone, uh, the, the COVID app. So the guy was not supposed to be out of the office house, but it was forced by the boss, uh, to, by the manager to come in and collect those things. So the guy on Monday tested positive, and then I reported that. Then then he told me, and then I reported that to uh, the, 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 to the company, to the HR person, and to the manager as well. And they haven't done anything yet. So I went to test the last week Friday, 
and my reserve team positive, which means that I'm, I'm actually in isolation now, and I've sent them the email, uh, the, the report to say that I've tested positive, and they haven't responded. They know same thing. They've been communicating that. Mm. So, so I just want to find out uh, how I want to deal with this. Okay, so basically, I think what Mudise is saying from from what I could make out, Mr. Mkalipi, is that he was exposed to COVID-19 from a a fellow colleague who had tested positive, um, but was basically forced by uh, their boss to either deliver or pick up whatever items. And I think he wants to know what kind of recourses is available to him. Well, I mean, if, if, if he can show, I mean, if he's working for this company, same company, the first thing and he can show that the company was negligent in allowing people who've tested and then it affected you and your health then you can claim remember when you get injured at work you can claim from uh, occupational health for the injuries that you have and uh, and and remember that uh, injury at work is at no fault provision Therefore, if you get injured, even if you put your hand in a machine and you get cut by a machine, you get injured at work. And the company knows the machine is dangerous, but they did not put uh, a guard uh, that should protect you. Uh, the, the options that you have in terms of that, obviously, if people die, there's a criminal case that is involved and there's investigation on those. But, I mean, the, in terms of the, 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 uh, what is it that you can do, uh, it depends how sick were you, then you can claim for compensation on those issues basis. Remember, companies have got insurance. And then, and then you can then report the case to the company at the department for not taking the processes so that the department inspectors can go out and investigate the issue. Okay. All right. Mudise, I hope that helps you out. Okay, quite a number of calls coming through now. Uh, Doga in Bombella, good morning. Hello, Toka. Uh, yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Uh, greetings to everybody. Um, I'll get right into it. I think it follows from the previous question. Say an employer requires vaccination. Vaccination occurs on any number of employees, and one of them who perhaps uh, protested against the, the, the issue but maybe lost, then takes the vaccine and possibly dies a few days later in a way that could be correlated to the vaccine, you know, maybe dies of, of an illness or something like that. So that, because uh, we have a lot of that happening where people are dying a few days, a few weeks after the vaccine, and there's a lot of people who then attribute that to the vaccine. How liable is the company to the, the family of the, the person who passed away is that an occupational hazard if it was the company who compelled the person to take the vaccine? Um, I, I personally understand that vaccines are safe, but they're not 100% in terms of protecting anyone against uh, COVID. So if that should happen, what is the liability of the company in compelling a person to take a vaccine? Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I suppose on, on one level, Doka, they'd probably just have to prove that uh, the vaccine was in fact re- responsible for, uh, for for the death. But I'll give Mr. Mkalipi an opportunity to respond to your question. It's 11.30. Let me quick, quickly go to the latest news headlines and we'll continue after this.
Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in Peter Maritzburg. We continue our conversation with Tembinko Simkalipi, the Chief Director of Labor Relations at the Department of Employment and Labor. Um, Mr. Mkalipi, perhaps just to ask Doka's que- to answer Doka's question. Well, I mean, if you remember, Katie, uh, when the country was negotiating with um, these companies that produce vaccine, those companies insisted that the company must have an insurance in case something happened uh, that will cover. Uh, people against the vaccine itself. Now, if it's proven that people, uh, so far nobody has been affected in South Africa by the vaccine negative in such extent that they die. Now, if it's proven that people uh, have been killed by the vaccine for whatever reason, there's that insurance cover that the companies insisted. There's money set down by the government uh, for to pay for liability for this. Therefore, it not necessarily would be a company's liability. But at the same time, if uh, you can show that you got the vaccine at the, 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 the company insisted and then you got a vaccine at work and it's an injury on duty, you can claim from all occupational health and safety. But the issue, the easiest one is that there is insurance cover that the government has set aside at the insistence of the vaccine companies because it is accepted that there could be a rare situation that mm-hmm. a vaccine affects somebody negatively. And, and so what would what would the families need to do? Well, they'll have to go to, to report. I mean, if the case will be reported, I'm sure, by the doctors, by what, to the Department of Health, of, of Health Health, and that insurance will kick in. Okay, all right. So there you have it. That's uh, one possible avenue available to uh, families. Butselo in Kimberley, good morning. Morning, Katie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Go for it. That's great. No, Katie, my question is only one to Ntatum Kalipe. He referred to the the company to have a policy in place in regard to if an employee refused to undertake um, a, vaccin- a vaccination. Mm. I wanted to check with him. In terms of the legal framework that are currently available, I think his answer is a bit broad, but I want him to narrow it to say, whether it will be legal for an employer to force an employee to undergo a vaccination in terms of the current uh, legal framework. Thanks, Katie. Mr. Mkalipi? Well, Katie, I can give you an example. I can't give you an answer that says in all instances, the, the policy will be found to be fair. I gave an example of a company, SAA, who's in the business of uh, 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 transporting passengers to walk from one country to the other. And now the other country that they want to go to, let us say any country in Europe, the UK, they've got a law that says you can only enter UK if you've got a vaccine. You've got a vaccine certificate that shows that you've been vaccinated. Now, SAA has got 10 uh, pilots who refuse to take the vaccine. What must SAA do? Must they close the company because they cannot fly because their pilots are refusing? If they close the company, 2,000 workers lose their job? Or should SAA say to these workers 
poor pilots who are not prepared to take a vaccine, on the basis that you are not prepared to take a vaccine, now we are dismissing you so that we can employ people who are prepared to take the vaccine and do the work that we needed to do. Now, in those instances, I'm definitely sure if a company says that and show that evidence, that policy will be found to be fair. Therefore, it will differ from company to company in their circumstances in terms of this policy is fair or not. Um, we're not, you're not going to be able to say, and remember, our labor law doesn't talk about legality in policy. It talks about fairness. Is mm-hmm. the policy fair? Is the policy implemented fairly? Is it implemented constantly uh, without favor to all employees? Those are the issues that when the courts and the commissioners at the CCMA and the Public Council look at the policy would look at. Therefore, they, I can't say our law says that you cannot have a police. All policies are allowed in terms of all labor law. You can have a policy that regulates coordinate of employees in your workplace. Whether that, whether that policy is fair or not, that's an issue that will be debated when it's challenged. Okay. Let me go to Ntlantla Ngidi, Pan-Africanist Labour Movement. Good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, okay. I've got a question to Mr. Mkalipi. Uh, okay. I'm from the PAC, but the Labour um, desk of the PAC. Mm. Uh, obviously, um, when it comes to this uh, to this uh, amendment uh, or due to the COVID-19, uh, there, there is some provisions in the in that amendment. Uh, for instance, it says that at some point the employer uh, must take into account the rights of employees to bodily integrity and rights to freedom of religion, belief and opinion as enshrined in the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. Uh, but, however, the, the, the shortcoming on, in this is that it doesn't, it, it tends to give the employers, uh, when it comes to, because talk of the, of the employer, uh, that they should do their own risk assessment. So based on their risk assessment, the employer can decide whether the employee uh, should mandatory take the, the, the vaccine or not. Uh, but it, does, it doesn't really prescribe much. Uh, so it gives like, a, a, it's like an, an, an open checkbook for, 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 the, for the employers to, to, to take their decisions, their final decisions. And I'm not hearing much uh, as far as uh, uh, the, the labor movements are concerned, the unions and all that. So I'm not hearing much except it's talking about the employer and the worker and the employee as an employee as an individual. Okay. All right. Thanks for that contribution, Mr. Ngidi. All right, thank you. And Gidi is a part of the Pan-Africanist Labour Movement desk, as you've heard there. Mr. Mkalipi, your reflections on what he was saying and perhaps also just to round off the conversation. Again, Kevin, remember I said it's the responsibility of the employer to ensure that workers working for that employer are safe. That's the first thing. And it's also the responsibility of the employer to ensure that their operations are sustainable. They are able to sustain their operation, not only on the safe side of it, although safe side is important. Therefore, that's why the, 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 the directive and the law, not even the directive only, the law, is the law that requires that an employer must do a risk assessment in the, within the organization. I'm going even further than the issues 
of uh, 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 risk, health risk. I'm saying even operational risk might come in in terms of this. If the company's operations are put at risk because people are refusing to take the vaccine and a company is able to take decision and dismiss it. Remember, when a company takes a decision, it's not about this employee that is refusing. What about the other 100 employees that are taking the vaccine that with their jobs will be put at risk because somebody does not want to do to follow to follow the policy and they might lose their job because the company might end up closing. That's the operational risk because people don't want to take the vaccine and the customers of this company are saying if you don't have to, your employees don't have the vaccine for whatever reason, you are not gonna we're not gonna be able to do business with you. So what does the company yeah, do? Yeah. So so what does the department see as being the potential impact or even fall out if there was a policy that came from the department that says employers cannot force the employees to take the vaccine or that they can force the employees to take a vaccine well i mean uh, uh, if 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 we put a policy like that that says employers should not force employees to take a vaccine mm-hmm. then what happens when employees don't take a vaccine and companies closes as a result of that. I'm giving you an example. And then the same workers are retrenched, the company is closed, and then they say, well, the reason is it is a policy of that. That's why the department is saying it should be the, it's a requirement of the company to determine what risk, health risk are mm. available to that company that will affect its employees, it will affect its customers, it will affect its business. That's the common. That's only the company can do that. You can't uh, expect bureaucrats like us, who don't run any companies, to determine what are the risks for that particular company and what particular company. Only employers can do that. All right. Understood you loud and clear. Tembinko Simkalipi, the Chief Director, Labor Relations at the Department of Employment and Labor. Thank you so much for your time today.